Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the Off Topic Podcast. Uh, this is our second episode, and we are excited to be back with you guys today. So what topics do we have today, guys? Today we have Switzerland, Tigers, Dice, and Speakers. Alrighty. So who has which topic? Uh, you have uh, Switzerland. JP has Dice. All right. I have Tigers, and Cedric has Speakers. All right. All right. So who wants to go first? Uh, let's talk about dice first. How does that sound? Dice. Alrighty. Well, we got a bunch of random fun dice facts here. Um, first, I found this one interesting. Did you guys know what the dots on a dice are called? I know they have a name. I'm going to go with dots. I know. That's what I didn't realize at first. They have a name. They're called pips. 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 Yes. Which is just... Interesting. Enough. You know, like the plastic thing at the end of a shoelace can be metal sometimes? The aglets? Can it? Yeah, that's it. I knew there was a name, but I couldn't remember <laughs> the name. Lawson comes in clutch. <laughs> Dice are the oldest gaming implements known to man. Uh, I have a lot of information in front of me. Hang on. <laughs> Starting back up again. We have lots of dice facts today, people. Whole lot of dice facts. Archaeologists have shown that Dice predate the written word and can be found in almost every culture in the world. Excavations in Egypt have turned up stone dice dating from 2000 BC. Archaeologists in China have discovered gaming cubes from 600 BC that look remarkably similar to the modern thing. And dice especially made for cheating have been found in the tombs of Egypt, the Orient, and the Americas. So as long as we've been gaming, we've also been apparently cheating. And it's not just... One place, it's all of us. So like a loaded dice. Oh, yeah. Much. Can yeah. we point out that the Chinese had it right in calling it a gaming cube? That sounds ten times cooler than any dice we use. I mean, typically the Japanese gaming also cube. called it a gaming cube. Ergo the game cube that came out a while back. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. That makes... All right. Wow. The tradition of game cubes has... Uh, Gone from all the way back from the beginning of humanity till now. <laughs> I did hear about some ancient pharaohs being uncovered with an original GameCube controller, so <laughs> yeah, works out well. So does it say anything there about like when they started adding new dice? Because there's like a 20-sided dice and a three-sided die and... I don't think you can have a three-sided die. Maybe. I've got like seven pages over Oh, it's right four-sided. Now. It's four-sided, not three-sided. You right. can't have a three-sided die, though, although it's more of... Mm-hmm. You know like a three-sided triangle? Just like sort of attach that and smooth out the edges a little bit, and then you can huh. have just three sides. Wait, how how does how does that work? Three sides. Three. So uh, uh, three uh, sided dice. You know what tetrahedron? So there's four sides total. That was bad at geology. <laughs> geometry. I nearly said geology. I mean, you can be bad at that too. I mean, feel free to be bad at whatever you're bad at. Um, but a tetrahedron. So basically, there's four triangles. So there's three sides and then a base. If you got two of those, stuck the bases together. And then like, See, I don't think it counts because it still has other sides. I get how I people can't. say it's a three-sided dice, uh, but it's still it's not perfectly three sides. Even that three-sided dice has two other sides, so it's a five-sided dice. No matter what, you can't have a true three-sided dice. I don't think that physically works. I'm going to make a three-sided die, and then I'm going to bring it here on the show, and I'm going to post it. On our Facebook page, which everyone who's listening should listen to and follow. Um, and then I will probably post the three-sided die there 
just to say, hey, these do exist. And even <laughs> if they didn't exist before this, I'm going to make them exist. Mm, I, I don't... There's things that are close. I will say that. Well, actually, that's a cool-looking dice. But they're not truly three-sided. Like, if you have a pyramid, um, you can... If you have a three-sided pyramid, you can be like, hey, it's three-sided. But no, there's the underside holding it up. And if you rolled it, you could potentially... you, Yeah, still more than three sides. I'm not good at geometry. Right, but, but okay, so think works. of like a three-sided dice. It's, it's like a pyramid, right? Yeah. So we have it, and then like the very top, you know, there's like three sides around it. There's one on each side. So you roll it, and say it lands like it normally does, like a pyramid. It's standing upright, and it's a I, one. I get that. No, I, I'm saying I understand that. Oh, okay. But look, here's my three-sided dice. Right. And for the record, I am holding my fingers so they'd look like three sides. You have one on each face. It's more like a three-faced die it has four sides but there's no <laughs> you can't have just three you, it you're very close no, you're right no you're you're very right you were very close because even if you put your hands you know like a teepee and then you're like one side two side and third sides the bottom you still have the other exterior sides mm-hmm. no you're right all right if anyone out there knows how to make something just three-sided like a dice Please draw it and submit it or something. <laughs> this is going to bother me for a long time. I, know, I will find it a way to draw it out. I'll, I'll do it in AutoCAD even so you get to see for yourself exactly what it is. And then I'm going to get it 3D printed. And then you're going to have that on a necklace for the rest of your life. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wear it as a necklace every time we're on air for this show if you can make it. Oh, can be done. All right. Um, other fun facts about dice excuse me Um, it is about 10 times easy it is about 10 times as easy to shoot a hole in one in golf than it is to roll a perfect 300 game in bowling I I don't know why hold on is that dice related are we bowling with dice now it's here on my dice page (laughs) bowling with dice (laughs) Well, that's just an interesting fact, nonetheless. Yeah. All right. The other half of that fact is the odds against the bowler are about 300,000 to 1, while the golfer enjoys odds of 30,000 to 1. Yep. That's. This is called dicefacts.com. I don't know why that's here. Uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil is the most populous city south of the equator. Wait. I'm not sure those are dice facts. <laughs> these, yeah, these. It's on my dice pack. <laughs> Maybe it's just facts and like the dude's name is Dice. That'd be really funny. Hi, <laughs> um, I'm Dice and here's some facts. <laughs> uh, hang on. I'm trying to see. All right. This Fun dice fact. I'm having a great day today. <laughs> Signed, Dice. <laughs> um, dice are usually handcrafted, produced on a small scale up until the 20th century. As plastic technology emerged, methods for applying it to dice manufacture were developed. This allowed manufacturers to produce mass quantities of dice in a cost-effective manner. Over the years, a variety of patents for improved methods of dice manufacturing have been granted. And let's see. I believe it or not, the year-by-year history of dice isn't the most interesting, so I'm trying to skim over that a bit. 
Dice are really boring. What was you guys' favorite dice game growing up? <laughs> oh, man. Huh. That's a good question. Uh, part- I'm kind of partial to D&D. You know, I was, I was going to say that, too. Ooh. Yeah. I, I played a form of D&D. I, I kind of wanted to play for a long time and didn't really get the chance until last year. And I was uh-huh. a part of a campaign for a little while. What did you think of it? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dungeon master was kind of against me doing anything I wanted, ah, that's kind which of I was a little against. I did not want to be the nicest or best person. Right. Um, and I wanted my character to be much more open to any kind of relationship with anything as long as it was to get out of a situation. My go-to was to see if I could seduce people to get out of situations. <laughs> And my dungeon master wasn't very appreciative. Like anyone, of it. like even like orcs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't discriminate. No, of course. Why would you discriminate against orcs? No, orcs yeah. are big. They have wonderful burly arms. Like to if wrap a horse things. was in no, the way, right. I would see if I could seduce the horse to get it out of the way. <laughs> I, I thought that's the kind of thing that made it more fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Or just you know, rob and mug homeless mm-hmm. people. I was not a very good player or person in it. But, that's but you got stuff done, though, right? I was very good at okay. it. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, so long as your DM actually works with you, that's mm-hmm. ideal. I'm a DM for a campaign right now, and it's a lot of fun and also very hard because sometimes I'm like, hey, guys, just do this one thing. Please just do this. And then they won't. They yeah. won't. They'll be like, no, this must be a trap. We should do literally anything else. <laughs> All right, so he's really telling us to go to the docks. Let's go to flower stores instead and look at flowers. (laughs) Or you can always do the fun thing and just be like, let's really push the limits of the DM's imaginations on the fly and just keep going. Flower shop? All right, how many flowers are in there? What colors are there? What color is the wallpaper? <laughs> I like just messing with the DM. <laughs> I made the mistake we of saying, hey, guys, you guys are in a There's a thrift store in this town, and immediately they just ran straight to it. So I had to go and be like, okay, what's going to be in a weird magical thrift store? Because like, it has to be stuff that's like kind of crappy because it's a thrift store, not like a good store. Yeah. Like, So what did you come up with? Um. Basically, it was in a, like a port town in the middle of the ocean. So basically said it was just a bunch of stuff that people sold in order to get it off the ship so they could have money for food. So there's a bunch of like instruments, a lot of jewelry and stuff, um, some a lot of weaponry. Because when you're at sea, you don't need a sword, but you do need food because food is important. So what I did like uh, was RDM actually... He didn't follow any books. He just kind of created the whole campaign, races, and everything else on his own um, to make to simplify it for us. Because it was me, two other people, and the DM. And other than the DM, none of us had played before. So eh, it's, it's a fun game. It's really just chill. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Uh, I think growing up, though, dice game would have been Monopoly, I guess. That's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, mm-hmm. with dice. I'm trying to think. Or, no, I'm trying to think specifically dice because, like, life had a spinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Battleship doesn't have Risk. Dice. Risk. Risk. Oh, yeah. Risk is Risk good. Dice, oh, God, yeah. Risk. Which do you think is worse to play, Risk or Monopoly? Okay, so Risk, mm-hmm. you like, friendships aren't broken. However, mm-hmm. it can take days. I think you're playing Risk wrong if you can keep your friendships <laughs> intact. No. 
I played Monopoly one time in freshman year of college, and my best friend nearly broke up with his girlfriend over it. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's a dangerous game, and it's all luck based. Like Risk is also semi luck based, but basically, if you just get Australia, you're set for the entire game. That's not true. Listen, there's one way to get onto Australia. If you I'm just halfway get... through a Risk game right now, and the person that's holding Australia is losing. <laughs> They still have Australia, don't they? No. Well, they do, but everyone else. Like, I've got South America and South Africa. It's Good luck trying to get Australia. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I want to keep Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, risk can last for several days. So a lot yeah, of that, like... been halfway through for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Like, Monopoly, like, it ends... It starts and ends usually on the same day, but risk, it can last for a very long time. So, like, even if things do get heated, you're just like, hey, we'll probably be playing this tomorrow so I can cool off. Monopoly, you just keep playing and things keep getting higher and higher and the stakes get higher and higher until at some point you're like, hey, I will give you my cat if you let me, like, just pass over your payroll properties. He does make a good point. I'm not saying he's exactly wrong. (laughs) Cedric, your thoughts? Uh, as a kid, Monopoly for me was like, I'm just going to cheat my brother out of all his money and take his property. It's easier to cheat in Monopoly. That that That's true, Especially too. Especially if you're the banker. Yeah. Especially if everyone's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, hey, I totally landed on these properties, but no one's paying attention, so. You can judge a board game based on how much fun it is to cheat in it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, going back to dice for a quick second. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. There is no three-sided dice on it. There's a four, six, eight, ten, twelve, and twenty-sided dice, but I don't see anything about a three-sided die. So not yet. I'm gonna be the first. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna one day you're gonna be thinking to yourself, "I wish I had a three-sided die because some days I just can't choose between three things. Do I want pizza? Do I want ice cream? Or do I want both? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you about this wonderful thing, the three-sided die. Roll it once, and then your dreams will come true. Why not use a a spinner? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair. (laughs) Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, too. That's a classic one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) True, true. But, like, with a, with a dice roll, it feels really random. And also, dice are just nice. You want to just put that on your resume? Dice <laughs> are nice. Extra things that we should know. I designed and created the first three-sided die. You yeah. want to see how it looks? You better hire me. <laughs> <laughs> it's top secret. Uh, DARPA actually hired me on solely for my three-sided die research. Uh-huh. All right, let's move topics. Dice are boring. So, uh, Lawson, you said you went to Switzerland, right? I have been to Switzerland before, yes. It was part of a uh, people-to-people trip when I was in high school, and we toured all around Europe for, like, 19 days. I may have concussed myself. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I've done that. Not, not in Switzerland, but uh, it might have been in Switzerland. I don't know. It, that day was a blur, <laughs> understandably. Um but yeah, Switzerland was nice. It was nice and cool, and it was really awesome because no matter where you looked, there were mountains. So it was like you're being swallowed by a giant mountainous fish. How was the food? Okay, so on People to People, the way they sort of did the food was there were like 
two hour long portions where you could actually go and like buy your own food and eat local food. And the rest of the time you ate with the group and the people, the people, people, I'm sorry, audience, because that's confusing as hell. Um, so they would just like make arrangements with local like restaurants. And so they would give us like eh food, but it'd also be cheaper. So everyone sort of like won. So the food that we had like on behalf of Switzerland itself, like with the people, the people, people was so-so. Mm-hmm. However, the actual food itself, like when you just were walking around. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. And plus I went into an entire chocolate store and like chocolate was covering every single wall. And it like, you know, when you can like go into a, like a candy store and you're like, huh, some of this chocolate seems like it's kind of not great. Like the Tootsie Roll version of chocolate. Um, none of it was like that. There were no Tootsie Roll chocolate stuff there. No hate on Tootsie Roll. It's too late. I already have. They are they are not great. <laughs> they aren't. So it's all like gourmet quality. chocolate over in Switzerland. The real the real Just deal. Imagine like a Willy Wonka factory of chocolate. In a world of imagination. <laughs> I mean, if only I would love to just swim in a chocolate river. I'd die, but it would be nice. It's, it's a die? good way to go. Yeah, it's a good way to go out, I agree. Wait, how do you die? Um, in order for chocolate to be liquid, it has to be like fairly hot. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'd be that. I'd be being boiled alive by chocolate. It might be worth it though. It's a very sweet way to go. Ah. <laughs> All right, guys, JP is leaving. Uh-huh. <laughs> Time for a three-person podcast. So, what's the best part about Switzerland? Um, we only stayed there for like a day, but oh, I'd okay. say the weather, honestly. Like the weather was just like it was middle of summer, but it was like it was cool and crisp, and it definitely wasn't a, like a wet heat or like a wet cold like we have here in Florida. Because mm-hmm. like for the past couple of days, we've been having some semi cold weather here in Gainesville. Yeah, it's supposed to be winter, and I've been dying all day because this heat. This is not fun weather here. It's cold in the morning, but then it just warms up. Yeah, so you put on a jacket, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, this was a mistake. Or be like me and just stay inside. <laughs> and our studio is very cold, just to be ironic. Ergo why I brought my jacket. My wonderful, wonderful jacket. I decided to be productive today and bike eight miles in I, this heat. I am so sorry. What possessed you to do that? I really wanted a new game that came out today. So. Pokemon? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, we're dating the episode. But on the other hand, oh my god, yes. I also got it today, and it's... So good. Yes. I, I woke up and I was like, I really want this. I don't have a car. I'm biking it. So Jeez. eight miles later, in sweat, I got it. Real question is, it. what's your starter? Ooh, that's hard. I still haven't picked, but I'm leaning towards popular Litton because... Which, which types are those? Fire and water. Gotcha. Because the grass one, I have a bunch of people picking it, so got to do the whole rival thing. Isn't it like a fire cat or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's and, pretty cool. And then it turns into a wrestler. Yep. A wrestler? Yeah. A cat wrestler? Yes. Yes. It's confusing. It's very confusing. It's interesting, to say the least. Yeah. I'm picking the owl because the owl is just enormously cute. Like, I looked at it and I'm like, there's no way I can't pick it. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so adorable. It is. Owls are like cats of the sky. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, they're incredibly dangerous and like they have claw, they have like talons and stuff. 
and they can kill a lot of things. They're really good predators. However, from what I've seen, like they also are really chill a lot of the times, and they're also very weird, just like cats. Hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, like cats can like lick basically anywhere on their body. Owls, yeah. like their version of that, is just twisting their head around. It is a wrestler. <laughs> I gotta see this. Did did you did you think we were exaggerating? I was trying to imagine a cat wrestler. <laughs> Does that owl have a bow and arrow? Yes. I, I I don't doubt it, honestly. I don't know what that water thing is. That's the final form, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a mermaid question mark. It sings. It sings? Yes. And apparently it's like Super Move is the uh, spirit bomb from DBZ. Hmm. That's amazing. Give me all Like your... a one-hit KO, right? I, I don't even know. All I know is that, like, I was like, oh, hey, there's no way it can be that great. And it's literally just the mermaid Pokemon just looking up at the sky, and then a huge <laughs> ball of water appears, and then it goes over a tiny, tiny Pokemon, and then just drops on it and explodes. And it's like, oh, that was unnecessary. <laughs> nope. Completely necessary. You don't know what that thing was doing? It was ready to fight. True. The Pokemon could have had a knife. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's wrestling. The wrestling cat name is Incineroar. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah, the localization teams for Pokemon are really good. They make the names, like, they make them really connect. There are some great ones this year. Like, Alolan Diglett is part Steel-type because they gave it hair because it's part of a metal band. <laughs> Wait, I what like is that, that called? Alolan Diglett. Lolan Diglett? Alolan. Alolan. A-L-O-L-A-N Diglett. So for you listeners at home, if you remember the original Diglett, they added like He-Man hair to it. And so they also (laughs) added steel types. So as a person, you always wonder, why steel? So when you look it up, it's because he looks like he's a metal rocker. And to me, that was the most hilarious thing I'd ever found out. Yeah, I saw it, and I'm like, this this has to be a joke. There's no way this can actually be real. Why would they make give him, like, platinum blonde hair? It's it's a mole, and, and they just did it anyway. I, 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 I'm still confused. I mean, I'm, a, I'm supportive of it. Like, you go, Diglett. You go. You, you rock that wig. But at the same time... You have to name it... Um, you have to name your Doug Trio Metallica or something like yes. that. Go all out with it. I'm thinking Spinal Tap. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I've never actually seen Spinal Tap, but I've heard so many jokes about Spinal Tap that I need to see it. <clears throat> um, well, my brother actually called me for the first time in a month yesterday, and he's just like, hey, I'm telling you ahead of time because I'm seeing you over Thanksgiving, and I want you to be ready. Get Pokemon so we can battle. <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but I've got a whole list here of fun Switzerland facts. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, Pokemon's not mentioned on them. Pokemon uh, does exist in Switzerland, wait, though. Wait, wait, wait. Anyone fa- still play Pokemon Go? No. Um, uh. Actually, it's still like 15 million active users. So, wow. like, I mean, I believe some people still do. I just haven't in a while. I yeah, mean, neither. I see yeah. people on the bus playing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I was Team Mystic, and they had like every gym around here, so it was yeah. just not very fun. Yeah, I was on Instinct, so well, I was doing very good. I was Valor. Oh, Valor. Representing Ugh. Team Red. Gosh. 
I saw this hilarious picture of um, the map of the United States. Oh my gosh, I was about to pull you, that you know, out. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking right about. Right after the election, <clears throat> and it showed, you know, uh, which states were blue for Hillary and which states were red for Trump, and it said, Team Instinct still doesn't have any gyms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Team Instinct. All right. Well, the first fun facts I have are, did you know that Velcro and LSD originated in Switzerland? I did not know that. I thought I, Velcro was NASA. Huh. No, isn't Velcro, like, created by accident? Was I know it? tape was. I, I think Potato Vel- chips were. I think Velcro was definitely chocolate created chip by accident. Chocolate cookies were. Were they? Yeah. Before that, it was just sugar cookies or chocolate cookies, and then this... This is the story I was told. It's probably false, but it's a fun story. But uh, it was like this grandmother or something, and then her kids like came over soon, and then she expected, so she didn't have time to melt the chocolate and mix it into the batter. Mm. So she just threw it in to the batter and mm-hmm. cooked it like that. And then they came out, and they were like really good. So they were like, oh, all oh, right, here, here we go. That's a dice fact for you people at home. <laughs> Written by <laughs> Gerald Dice. <laughs> Um, also, they have a square flag. That's true. That is true. That is true. Square flags, which is weird because I didn't, you know, flags are something you think is just like, all right, to be a flag, Mm -hmm. it has to have these, like this design over these dimensions. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but hey, they're square. That really makes me wonder, like, what kinds of shapes of flags can you have? Like, is it anything goes? I doubt it. Yeah, well, that's what I was wondering. Like, is the American flag specifically supposed to be, like, um, three feet by this many feet? Is it, are, do you, are they, like, specific sizes? And are some countries' flags, like, ginormous and some just kind of normal size? Is there an official American flag size? Like, there's probably ratios. I don't think there's official sizes. I think it's a ratio thing. Now, I, 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 it's it. a ratio. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, can I have a flag in the shape of a turtle? I feel like you could. I don't think there's international laws against flags. It looks like it's the ratio is three to five. Huh. So it's three feet long and five feet horizontal. But you always see like gigantic American flags. Right. So that would be maybe, um, let's throw numbers out there, 30 feet by 50 feet. Okay. Oh, or I see. 15 okay. feet by mm-hmm. 25 feet. Okay, I'm not thinking it, they have those it. flags that like cover whole stadiums and you kind of have dimensions like a football field. Mm-hmm. So that can't yeah, be. Yeah, that's true. 100 by. Or I'm wrong. No, yeah. I feel like you might be right. Yeah, I thought so too, but now I'm seeing other dimensions here too. Like I said, 3 by 5, but also 4 by 6 works. 5 by 8 works. What is a flag? Like there's six art by to 10, the flag. 8 by 12. What is a flag? Like, there's art to it, but what's the official flag? Is there an official flag? Like, is there an official flag? Like a world flag? There is a world flag. Is there? Yeah, hang on. Huh. I thought there was a world flag. I could be wrong. I mean, we gotta have something to represent us to aliens. That's what I was thinking. Flag of Earth. Here we go. Does it look cool, or is it just kind of eh? It doesn't show anything. I don't think we have one. We have a flag for the United Nations. That's that, close. That, yeah. Uh, what does that look like? Um, that is basic. What do you call like those olive branches? 
that like circle up the laurel wreath the laurel wreath yeah. with um a picture of the earth kind of you know what it, color is the flag uh sky blue and everything else is white on it and then it's a nice flag to like I, like say hey aliens here's us here's a little planet map and then flowers yeah, I mean, there's different designs for one. I just don't think there's an actual one. Like, um, oh, wait. A Swedish artist designed an international flag of the Earth, huh. and it <clears throat> is a solid blue with a bunch of rings all kind of going into each other. Um, Like uh, Olympic style? or A little bit Olympic style. Oh, it's... If there's a name for uh, things. I think it's like a spirograph. That sounds right. Yeah, spirograph. That doesn't sound too made up. <laughs> it, We're not an educational podcast. These are all dice facts. Don't quote us. <laughs> yes. Um, audience, I want you guys to take all of the things we have said today, whether they be real or not, and put them on the dice facts page. I am depending on you guys, all right? I'm looking to you guys for support and love and friendship and for you guys to do this for us, all right? So if anyone told you to do this, um, just say that J.P. Laurie told you <laughs> to go and hack the dice page. I'm trying to figure out what dice could stand for. I th- Doubt I think it just, certainly exists. I, I think it's just Gerald Dice made, Gerald made dice. a page. Like, hey, I'm Gerald Dice. <laughs> That's actually my real name. Uh... Pet dogs have to pay Swiss taxes. How do dogs pay taxes? Um, do they like, give them their bones, their treats? Oh no! But it's really rough for them. <laughs> Man, I, I really say Switzerland is going to the dogs. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, I appreciate Gosh. our half-hearted laughs. Uh. Oh wait. There is another country with a square flag. Oh, yeah, I guess it's a country. The Vatican. I guess it's a country. I guess. <laughs> it, it loosely qualifies. I think it's like the only country to be completely surrounded by another country. Switzerland is prepared for nuclear war. There are enough nuclear fallout shelters to accommodate its entire human population, which is above 8 million. Wait, is it 8 million or billion? Let me double check that. I think the world is 8 7 million. million. Oh, yep, so. that's a good point. <laughs> Swi- Switzerland has you know, more people. I said 8 million, and I was like, I'm bad with numbers, so I should double check that. Switzerland has more people than the entire world. <laughs> They're just very short. That's what they get. They prepared for nuclear fallout, uh, so everyone came to them. Oh, gosh. I'm really embarrassed about that now. <laughs> uh, we don't edit things like that. Great. Anyways... To accommodate Your mom's gonna 8 listen to this. trillion people, it has enough nuclear fallout. Um, there's a shelter in nearby buildings, and they're fully stocked with artillery bunkers and other things, and they're disguised as quaint country homes in the middle of populated villages. That's pretty cool. That is. It's probably the kind of neighbor you want, because it's always quiet. Yeah. Yeah. World's gone to nonsense, and you're just like, I have a nice little town. I wonder if that's, like, where the teenagers and stuff kind of, like, run off to. You know, as a teenager, you always want, like, a place to hang out where no one can, you know, bug you. You're like, yeah, let's go find the 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 fallout shelter. 
you just kind of break into every home until you find it. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. like, if they look like just a regular house, like how how do many people know? Although I would, as a Swiss teen, I would definitely say like, yeah, they do. Like, either they're like maintained well enough and they're locked up so no one can get in. I believe or, that, but then what if they are needed at a last minute's notice? Someone Who has, has a key? the key. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> but do you really want it always open? Because then you got like, how do you control that? Like, do you just have someone manning it all the time, or? I, I imagine f- like, it. If I did it, I would make sure that like the doors were set up to like a signal, so that if the signal went out like, "Hey, we're being attacked," then the doors would open. And not any other time. So that way, like, because I imagine, like, the president of Switzerland is going to be able to say, hey, we're definitely being attacked by nukes. Like, it's very hard to smuggle a nuke in, at least a nuke big enough to blow up a country. So I I think that he could just be like, hey, we're being attacked. Boop. But also for Switzerland, it's not really a problem, considering, like, they're always neutral. Yeah, like, who would want to bomb Switzerland? This is adorable. Swiss law prohibits owning social pets unless you have two of them. (laughs) (laughs) This makes it illegal in Switzerland to keep just one guinea pig, mouse, ferret, fish, canary, pig, or other social creature. With the world's most stringent animal welfare laws, Switzerland judges isolation for such animals as abuse. This has sparked services such as a lawyer who defends animals and a pet renting ser- service in case one of a pair dies and the owner wants to avoid a pet buying cycle to abide by the pairing laws. There are pet lawyers? I'd love to be like to my mom. Hey, mom, I'm going <laughs> off to college. What do you want to do, sweetie? I'm a pet lawyer. I represent I little. Do. I represent Miss Auntie's little dog. He's had it. That's the na- next I, I, Ace Ventura would... sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally do that Like as a job. It's hey, Dad, I know you want me to take over the law firm, um, but guess what? I'm actually going to take it over and turn it into a pet law firm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I need to meet with my clients. Who's a good boy? <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> uh, one day. There are 208 mountains over 3,000 meters tall. Um, it's not all about snowy mountains. Parents can be overruled on what they call their child. In Switzerland, it is prohibited to give a child a name that could damage the child's interests. (laughs) This right was exercised when authorities banned Swiss musician Christine Lotterberg from calling her daughter Lexicon. You know, I'm kind of cool with that. Kind of cool with that. As one of the lowest crime rates of industrialized countries, despite liberal Swiss gun laws. Okay, well, that's kind of phrased strangely. Man, speaking of bad names, when I used to live down in the Keys, I used to work at a uh, at Winn Dixie, and there was a guy there, and his name was Adolf. Huh? I think that was actually that's a popular weird. name before well, Hitler. I've that... never heard that name other than really? Hitler. Though. No, no, that used to be a very popular name. Used to be. Yeah, yeah. But this be... is like modern times. When he was in and his, his name prime. Was Adolf. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um, but. Just forgot what I was gonna say. When Hitler was in his prime? No, I wasn't gonna keep going down that road. <laughs> uh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> Thank you, JP, for not Thank going you. down that road. Oh well, I want to get back to this because I don't want our viewers taking that the wrong way, and I'm not saying my beliefs on any of this. But the reason why Switzerland has the most liberal gun laws 
is because of this next fun fact that military service is still compulsory for male Swiss citizens. So everyone has to serve in their military. Every male has to serve in their military, and they keep the guns they have. So Switzerland has some of the most amount of guns ever. Now, the reason why they don't have violence is... I'm trying to phrase all of this without stating any opinions, but the reason some argue they don't have violence is because they're very strict on selling ammo. <laughs> Not because, so everyone has a gun. No one has ammo. <laughs> so... I mean, like, yeah, because think about it. Like, yeah, making a gun isn't that hard. Like, I've done metalsmithing and stuff before, and it's not too bad. But bullets, a bit harder. And think about it. If a gun is if a gun is worth, like, $50 or whatever, and a bullet is worth $2,000, you're going to really hold on to those bullets. You're not going to buy bullets at all. You're like, uh, is it really worth it to shoot you? That's a good point. I didn't think about the actual cost of that. Point. Yeah, like if you make a bullet really expensive, you're like, you know, I could kill you, but I'd be wasting like five grand. Let's not. Yeah, that's let's, why let's their not. bayonet violence is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, one second, let me just like uh, screw the bayonet on. Just stand there for a little bit. Swiss politics include an anti-PowerPoint presentation party. <laughs> Oh my god, it's the land of my dreams. <laughs> the land of my dreams. I'd like to imagine they still do all their PowerPoint present like just present to Congress. Hey, I have a PowerPoint presentation for you on why we should get rid of this. <laughs> the party's goal is to decrease the use of PowerPoint and other presentation software, which it estimates costs Switzerland EUR two point one in economic damage. How? How does no PowerPoint <laughs> That's amazing. This PowerPoint is costing us $2.1 million a year, sir. We have to ban it. But uh, but how? Well, maybe in, like, loss of productivity. Like, people say, oh, hey, I'm going to need, like, all week to prepare this PowerPoint that I ended up doing in the last five minutes. Because, like, it's not that hard to do a PowerPoint. And a lot of people are like, hey, you need to know how to do PowerPoint stuff no matter what. And... Like, it's, it's it's not that hard. I mean, it's a skill everyone puts down, but everyone has it, too. Yeah, and even if you don't know how to do it, Google exists. Like, I know for pretty basically, like, my resume, I can say, like, yeah, I'm proficient in a lot of things. And it's technically true, because if I don't know something, I can just Google it. And I have, like, the base skills required so that if I just Google the rest of it, I'm fine. Like, I know a lot of HTML and CSS stuff. And say there's one thing, like... Hey, we need you to make the test text like scroll across the screen. I can be like, huh, I don't know exactly how to do that. I know how to phrase that, but I don't know how to do it exactly. I can just look it up and I'm like, oh, hey, I just use this command. I use it and no one knows and it's all fine. Man, Switzerland seems awesome. They have like one of the highest foreign populations. Like, So 25% of the people living in Switzerland are uh, foreigners actually got so bad that they recently narrowly passed a law trying to make it harder to immigrate there. Um, They love their substances. They smoke a lot of tobacco, a lot of cannabis, they drink a lot, and they eat a lot of chocolate. Well, don't they have the red light district or something? That's Amsterdam. That is Amsterdam. Yeah. There was one PBS show I had on one day, and it just had all this interesting stuff that just... Arthur is a good one, though. But yeah, they talk about the red light district in Amsterdam. <laughs> yes. I love that, Arthur. DW, what are you doing? 
<laughs> just leave PBS on for hours and it just all melds into one. <laughs> it was like some documentary on Europe, and I guess it had Switzerland too, but they did the Amsterdam Red Light District, and it was like, yeah, no, we just have all our prostitution in one area so we can kind of control it. It was, I just was doing homework, and it was like super interesting to me, all the stuff about the Red Light District, and it's just a cool color too. A lot of people are actually for uh, legal prostitution to regulate it so it's a lot safer for people involved. Well, they have it's the argument. I mean, it's legal in in Nevada, isn't it? I think it's either Nevada or Vegas. Yeah, they have like some brothels out there, and I I mean, there's some rules, of course, but yeah, I think no, there's usually a lot of rules involved. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Nevada (laughs) is some rules. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Nevada has a lot of that stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's because it's literally a city out in the desert that shouldn't exist. Mm, it like, was a city created by the mob, essentially. Nevada? Uh, Nevada is not a city. I know. That's why I was very surprised <laughs> you were saying that. Uh, Vegas. Vegas, oh. Yeah, and basically, like, hey, we want to be able to do all Vegas. of our businesses here. And so they're like, wait, we, like, we're basically the only people that decided to come out to the middle of the desert. We can just make the laws. And so they did. And it seems we've gone pretty well for them. Yeah, only them in the movie business went out there. Yeah. They seem to be doing well. I mean, like, Although what else is in Nevada? <laughs> Oh, well, Las Vegas is in Nevada. I was going to say we could be losing it all if the Cali exit happens, but we'd keep, ne- we'd keep Nevada, I guess. Do we really want to keep Nevada? I mean, if we're getting rid of states, Nevada's not the highest on my list. Can we get rid of Florida? <laughs> Kansas, Just jettison it out to sea. Can we have time to move? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, Swiss teachers are paid amongst the highest. And our final fun fact of the day of this country that we seem to be enjoying so much is women did not gain the right to vote at the federal level until 19. Who wants to guess it? Oh, 94. Nine. Dylan, your guess? 87. Cedric? Oh, 09. Oh, 19. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant 2000. <laughs> I was like, geez, they're not that bad. <laughs> No, uh, 1971, which is still uh, not great. But they vote now. Uh, they're still very unrepre- underrepresented, but, I mean, same argument can be made for the U.S., so, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I just kind of want to backtrack going back to... Um, dice? No, not, not dice. <laughs> dice facts? You know, Pokemon. you brought up... Well, we brought up Nevada, and that reminded me of, like, the Four Corners, because, you know, it's close enough to the Four Corner states, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, and Utah. Hypothetically, say you go there, right, and you cross the border to go into Colorado, and you light a joint. Is that okay? Because you're in Colorado? My question. You can't take drugs across state borders because that's like a but, federal. But you're thing. you're no, not no, across no. state borders. You're your in the, the borders stays of Colorado. In Colorado yeah, the exactly. whole time. What if you just like literally sat there and just started smoking the joint in front of all the other people that are in the other states? Yeah. What if your feet are in two other states and you're like lying across? Well, I think you're still ingesting the drug in different states. You get what I'm saying? Right. Right. I mean, that's if you put like a limb in another state but i'm just talking about if you stayed in colorado state lines and smoked there would it be an issue oh see my idea is staying in all four but keeping the j just in colorado no, yeah no. i, I mean, think that, that could work illegal. too i think that'd be illegal yeah because you're still ingesting it in those other publicly states. i feel like, i think there's a lot you can't oh, and smoke publicly, publicly too yeah what if you i heard like that denver i feel like if you're on like the border there's no one there who, who monitors the border of... I mean, it's, 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 it's the Four Corners. It's a very famous... Right. Yeah, it's a very yeah. famous... Uh, yeah. It's a whole spot. thing. 
Also, we should get to our other two topics because we have about 15 minutes left. All right, speed round. What's our other two topics? All right, so we got speakers, which the internet doesn't like giving facts about. They tell me they're in boxes, as I'm sure you can see from your computer speakers. <laughs> so instead, we're going to talk about speakers like Martin Luther King, who did have a dream that one day we wouldn't be judged by the color of our skin, but by the content in our minds. Take those words to heart, because that's not a dice fact. That's a fact. <laughs> That's uh, a fact fact. That is a fact fact. Uh, uh, my was... friend's dad makes speakers for a living. Really? Yeah. Uh, not like Martin Luther King speakers, but like... <laughs> he just <laughs> trains them up from a young age. You're going to speak. You know, like actual ones. Like ones that can sell for like 20 grand. Jesus. Speakers. Oh, no. Like people will shell out a lot of money for really good speakers. Are these like ones that you'd see at a concert or just like ones you'd put in your home? Like ones you put, you'd put in your home. Oh, no. Like... Oh, no. Think about it. Like, if you have a lot of money and you're just like, huh, you know what I really want? I want to be able to listen to all of Titanic at once and hear every last note. I mean, yeah, I'd also splurge on a sound system. I'd splurge, but $20,000 is more debting for a sound system. <laughs> I don't think we're just, you know. <laughs> I don't think you sacrifice paying rent or something to buy $20,000 speakers. I think you do it when you're well off. No, you do it. For those of you out there, go buy $20,000 speakers and tell me if it's worth it. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't if I had all the money in the world. That's a lot of money. I'd still be stingy if I was <laughs> <laughs> I had all the money in the world. Not all the money in the world. I guarantee I'd just be Scrooge McDucking, diving in my money. See, that doesn't work because those are solid coins. So? You, use you dollar would... bills. Okay. Th- th- that That's a lot maybe. of diseases and stuff. <laughs> And cocaine, because dollar bills have residue of cocaine on them. Do they? You hear that? If you're really jonesing, (laughs) go find your money. No, that is true. Um, And a huge percentage of $1 bills have at some point, like, been uh, involved in strip clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, fun stuff. Just look in your wallet, kids. You can see part of history in there. Don't tell your moms. (laughs) Please don't. Uh, I did find five really quick music speaker um, fun facts. <laughs> nice, you got that on the audio. <laughs> <laughs> We're editing that out. <laughs> I'm editing this, no. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <clears throat> music at rock concerts does cause temporary hearing loss, but not permanent loss. The human... Pr- Threshold for audible pain is 140 decibels, which is why, in most cases, music at rock concerts can hurt a little, even if you're not close to the speakers. In fact, persistent exposure to speakers at 90 decibels or more has been proven to cause progressive hearing loss. For for comparison, conversation typically measures 70 dB, a chainsaw is 110, a rock concert is 140, and a rocket engine is 180. So you heard it here, folks. Listen to a chainsaw before a rock concert. <laughs> you got to warm up. <laughs> the human ear is most sensitive to sound that falls between 1,000 hertz and 5,000 hertz range, for all you that know how to measure a hertz. Um, frequencies above 20,000 hertz are too high to be heard by humans. And if it's below 20 hertz, it's too low. If you have ringing in your ears, 
which is something I feel like happens to everyone at some point in our mm-hmm. generation. It means you're listening to stuff that's too loud. Um, this guy is stating his own opinion here. Wow. He, his go-to example for music he's listening to too loud, the person that wrote this article, is the song Moves by Moves Like Jagger. Huh. Huh. Anyways. You do you, man. You do you. All right. I'm judging. Sound waves <laughs> cause variation in air pressure in the ear. And that's the last fun fact I found from this site. Well, speaking of like speakers who speak, according to this website I found, Arnold Schwarzenegger is among the top ten motivational speakers. So, go watch the Terminator and be motivated. Wait, now I'm confused. Are we talking about like we're talking about these both. speakers? Or we're talking about both. You can listen through speakers through speakers. Okay, okay. Speakerception. <laughs> See, I thought we were just like talking about like music speakers the whole time. I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger can make music. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you should all go bug Arnold Schwarzenegger to release an album. I think he has better things to do. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> what, what has he even been doing? Is he, he's not still governor, he's is he? No, he hasn't been governor for a while. Environmental yeah. talks. Really? Yeah, he's really against... Um, yeah, he helped make the state really green. He did a really good job with that. You go, Arnold. Yeah, he made a really... I love the argument he made. Um, whether or not you believe in global warming, would you rather be sealed in a room with a uh, regular car... You know, and all its exhaust, or a green Tesla car or mm-hmm. something. Which room would you rather be trapped in? Well, yeah. well, neither room. <laughs> I'd rather not be trapped in a room. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just not be trapped at all, if that's okay. I don't think that was. You're already Please, in here. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that wasn't an option. Don't lock me back in the room. <laughs> don't make me watch your new movie. Definitely not the room with Tommy Wiseau. Please don't lock me in there. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jingle All the Way is about to like air again. It's that time of year. That was a good movie. It's always a fun watch. It's like never seen it. Jingle All the Way with him and that's Sinbad. The, that's the one where he's like trying to get the toy for his kid, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember seeing that once as a kid, and I was like, yeah, it's like it kids. always comes on for some reason. It's always just this fun movie I watch every Christmas, and just gets me every year for some reason. It's a stupid movie, and if you watch it more and more, you realize, wow, this is dumb and bad. But it's still just hilarious. Did anyone watch the classic November holiday movie? Which one? V for Vendetta. Mm-mm. No. I missed nah. it this year, too. I was very sad. Remember, uh, everyone, November I, 5th. I really <laughs> want to watch uh, Night Before Christmas again. Ooh, that's a yeah, good one. It's good. I feel like it's a little overrated, to be honest. It's <gasps> weird. I'm going to be stabbed for a second. <laughs> no, it's, it's a solid movie, but... I, I, I get what you're saying. It's like over. It's not over hyped. It's just over mentioned. I tire of Tim Burton. A little too much. What else has he done besides Nightmare? Well, he's done a bunch. He's done uh, the Corpse Edward Bride. Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Edward. Did he do uh, Edward Scissorhands? Caroline. Great. Coraline. Did he? I, I saw Coraline. I feel. I'm not, I'm not sure. Don't I'm not sure if that. he did that one or if he just kind of gave money. I know he did Big he Nine or something it. like that. Did he do? No, never mind. That was he did this little known movie Big Nine where he just gave money to it and his name's on it, but he didn't actually like make it. He didn't direct Coraline. He did not direct. Coraline. He did not. Oh, okay, okay. I want to cool. watch Coraline. I hear it's like super good. And oh, like, you've never in a seen super it? Creepy way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super creepy. It's it's good though. It's excellent. Oh, it was seven years ago. Yeah, I saw it when I was like in middle school, I guess. Oh, I think he also did Paranorman Activity. Oh, uh, that was Leica. Leica and uh, Burton are different. Yeah. Um, however, Paranorman I love. 
I love Paranorman. Leica has some good ones. They That's have. somewhat new, right? Like within the next, I mean, last two years or something? Paranorman? Par- Par- I think it's like two or three, two, yeah. Two, three, yeah. It's, it's somewhat new. I'd say like three. Yeah, three. I watched it in my uh, in my summer after my freshman year. Hmm. Leica has some good ones. They did Kubo this year, which I was super excited for. Yeah, it was a fun... I really wish I had seen Kubo, because like, at the time... I was like, eh, I don't really know if I want to see it. However, my friend was like, wow, it's like the best movie I've seen all year. I was super hyped for it because I was like, I was messing with my friend because he seemed to hate the animation for some reason. I was like, this is going to be the best movie, animated movie of the year. He's like, no, it's Utopia. And while he may be right, I'm still going to back Kubo because I really like the art. Yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed Utopia. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I didn't see that one. The last animated movie I saw was... Uh, Inside Out? What was that called? Oh, Inside Out. I never saw Is it that. called Inside Out? Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the emotions okay. and stuff, right? Again? Yeah. It was okay. I thought it was a little overhyped, too. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it, though. It, it, was... Was, it wasn't bad. Uh, you know which one I felt was underrated? Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It yes. Ralph was oh, a great I movie. I, I, I loved oh Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, I loved Wreck-It It was Ralph. fantastic. I teared up. I loved it. Speaking of, I think Moana's actually going to be really good this year, so if you're looking for an animated movie to watch, keep an eye out for that. That's the Hawaiian one, yeah? Yeah. Oh, with The Rock. That was like be the really rock. good. Yeah. They've been talking about that one for years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in it, as opposed to just Dwayne The Regular Johnson. I think it's by the same people who did Frozen, so let it go and watch this new one. There you go. Yeah. All right, so we got one more topic. Left All right, let's right. knock it out and... Two minutes or less. So, uh, yeah, my topic was tigers because I think tigers are just like super, super cool. I don't, I don't know about you guys. I'm sorry we've made it such that you only have two minutes to talk about tigers. I, I, it's whatever. Um, did you know, like a tiger, like a male tiger, could get up to 700 pounds? Imagine seeing like that thing run at you. I oh, mean, no. a human can get up to like 1,500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so yeah that but that's completely different. Yeah, Once you're 1,500 pounds, you're not moving. Yeah, I don't think you're moving as fast as a tiger there. It depends. I mean, it depends on it depends on the catapults involved. A 700 pound tiger is a lot more intimidating than a 1,500 pound human. Depends on how fast it's coming at you. Okay, I guess. <laughs> think about a 1,500 pound man falling from the sky. Would I rather that? I mean, yeah, what what are you comparing that to? A, a, a seven hundred pound tiger running at you. A fifteen hundred. Why not? Both? The tiger's scarier. You yeah, because you can just out move out of the way. Okay, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I'm more concerned about helping the guy falling though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's not drop people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a bad military strategy. <laughs> there also uh, used to be nine species of tigers, but. Um, because of humans, there are only six now. Uh, three of them have been hunt to extinction. Uh, one was hunt to extinction all the way back in like the 30s. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm really surprised that there's still six different types. To yeah. Be yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, it never really occurs to you that there, like to me, six seems like a lot of different tigers, but just never occurs to you. Sure. Yeah. There's like six different types and that seems like a lot, but but they're all it, yeah. endangered. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I know one thing that actually is responsible for the endangerment endangerment yeah sure of tigers rhinos elephants and what impacts a lot of gorillas too but is the farming and production of palm oil i don't know if you guys know what that is Mm-mm. basically um it's found in a it's last couple of years have gotten better but it's found in almost all of your processed foods and 
it's really cheap to make. And what they do is they basically burn down lots of forests and then use that land to reap it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it, it kills a bunch of elephants, rhinos, and tigers every year. And the rate at which they like kill the forest doing it is incredible. Yeah, it's slash and, it's slash and burn agriculture. And essentially when you do that, like you're burning down, you're covering like the the soil and ash, and ash has a lot of nutrients in it. Surprise, surprise. However, those nutrients only last for a couple of years, so you can only graze your cattle on those farms for a couple of years before you have to burn down more forests. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's kind of depressing, but I'm just going to So check all say your one- items for palm oil and actually, like, you Research can, that, yeah. Yeah, actually, Oreos recently stopped doing it because oh, of nice. the boycotting and um, the re- people's response against it. Right, right. So they actually, good things happen sometimes. Good job, Oreos. Well, you know, that's depressing, all that. So uh, I'm just going to go out with this one last thing. You know, I watched this video the other day where um, they gave tigers, lions, and black panthers catnip to see how they reacted. Oh, my. And they reacted very similar to a house cat. So it was pretty entertaining. So if you ever want to watch an entertaining video, just go ahead and look at it. I pose this tiger question to you guys. Who would win, a lion, tiger, or bear? Ooh, I think it depends on who and when. Who would win? Who in, would win? I what what type of bear are we talking about? Let's go with grizzly, the good old American one. Okay, so lion probably loser in this fight. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I feel like bear, tiger, lion. Wait, wait, wait. Male, male lion or female lion? There's a difference. Hmm. Female lions are actually motivated. Dude lions just sort of chill. All right, so we're gonna go with female then. Okay, female. Okay. I'm still sticking with my answer. Like, bear number one, yeah. tiger, then lion. You can't beat hmm. a bear. Bear would mess you up. They'd all mess you up, though. There's a lot of animals out there that would just mess you up. <laughs> I'm going to go with tiger on top. The lion's still on the bottom, but I would definitely go with probably tiger on top. Because the way I imagine it is the bear would probably try to climb a tree or something and then get the drop on them. But tigers are also really good at climbing trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Might have to go with you on that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, plus have tigers have like too. more claws and stuff. Like, their claws are like sharper and more. Although, blurry. if we go back to science, the Jungle Book says that <laughs> the bear and Black Panther win. <laughs> so, audience, no, give us Black, your feedback. No, the Marvel hero Black Panther wins. <laughs> he stops the fight and then like invites all the animals back to his home, and then Man, he has. So- Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I typed, I typed in uh, who would win in a fight, and the second thing that comes up is a bear or a tiger. So um, let's see what it says. All right. Okay, so, so it says a, wow. a grizzly bear quickly killing an adult African lion. No, I said tiger. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? This is more dice facts. I like how that's the Google answer. You didn't <laughs> click a link to find that answer. It Google's like, I know what you're looking for, and here it is. So Google pretty much says a lion or a tiger could be expected to put up a good fight against a bear, but a bear is probably going to win. Hmm. Well, bears I mentioned have higher defense, <laughs> like per like higher defense per bear. However, the damage output of a tiger is very it's high. massive. These are the new for Pokemon sure, people. Sure. These are your new Pokemon choices. Lions have less. I think a bear might. Oh have man, there's hide. a video. All right, all right. We do need to. Yeah, we, we, do, we do, we do, we do, we do. Okay, how about uh, we go ahead and pick our topics for next week? Yeah, let's not end on animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Sorry. will say though, my very, very good friend who I grew up with uh, is a zookeeper at the Miami Zoo. Ooh, I think it's the Miami Zoo. I'm not gonna say. 
her name in case I'm wrong and so she doesn't get in trouble. But their pet tiger that was born there and that she helped raise and is, like, really friendly with and got to play with a lot as a cub. They don't let you play with them when they grow up because they're afraid things will happen. But just turned one today. So that's really cool. So if you go to the a zoo in Miami and see a tiger there, it was its birthday today. Happy birthday, Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, tiger. Yeah. I hope your day is full of scritches and food. All right, so topics for next time. So uh, we, we all pick two, right? And then we roll the dice and determine? Uh, no, we all pick one. So that way we will eventually one? go through all of them. Oh, so. okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, cool. we need, how many are there? Um, remaining, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, all so right. we all have to list one noun to add to that list. Right, and then, yeah. Okay. And then we pick. Then we awesome. roll like a D12. Noun. All right, a noun, camera. Ooh. Uh, Refrigerator. Prison. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> That's all that animal abuse. Uh, soda. All, all right. right. So, uh, so who that has that? Dice 12. Out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All righty. Uh, so let's roll a D12. Roller. There we go. I'm on it. We're not throw, rolling a three-sided dice today? Beat you senseless. All right. So, um, I have a dice roller, and we have topic number four for me. Glass. Glass, Question all right. mark. And then next up is topic number seven for JP, which is... Ooh, Mariana's Trench. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, wow, <laughs> where'd that come from? I don't remember that, but yeah, <laughs> all right, Mary Anna's Trench. All right, for Dylan, we have one. Linebacker. All right, and last but not least, we have Cedric with 10. Refrigerator. Hmm, I should fill mine up. <laughs> you should bring it in for the podcast. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the off-topic podcast for this week. Um, hope to see you guys next time, and hopefully you guys give us a listen. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and hope to see you guys soon. Adios. Peace. Eh. <laughs>